What was jingling down the streets of New York last weekend? How would you like this Christmas tree surprise? Who made the first iconic Nutcracker Man? And is outer space also celebrating the holidays? Get the answers to these questions and more on this week's special Christmas episode of Knickknack News, a news podcast featuring cheerful tech breakthroughs, joyful scientific discoveries, and fun holiday news stories without the political drama. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is sleigh news. Okay, this is from UPI.com, and the headline is, The Sleigh from Elf Gets Police Escort on Long Island Expressway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the it's about the sleigh, like the sleigh that was used in the movie Elf mm-hmm. is like on display in New York City. Oh, okay. And you can like, so that's why, it. that's, that's why it's on the stuff. move. That's why it's on the move. Um, so <laughs> drivers on the Long Island Expressway were treated to an unusual and festive sight when a police escort passed by following an iconic vehicle, Santa Sleigh from the 2003 movie Elf. Um, have we talked about Elf before? I don't know. I don't if know. We have actually. If we Do have, like I've, Elf? I've, if we have, I've pointed have out the fact Elf? that. I, I haven't ever actually seen Elf all the way through because I couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do my close friends not like this movie? <laughs> I'm like, I don't like Will Ferrell movies normally. Like, not, not that I don't like, like, that's not my, it's not my normal humor style. Yeah. Will but Ferrell one is can different. be good in movies. It's a very, dis- it's a, an important distinction for me. There's movies that he's in that I like. Movies that feature him as, like, the main person, I tend to not like very much. But I'm the same way. But for some reason, this one is different for me. Like, it's just, the humor is different. I think it's hilarious. I've always loved this movie. (laughs) And apparently it's, like, the 20-year anniversary this year. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that's okay. You're allowed to not like it. My husband also doesn't really like it. His whole family is like, this movie's weird. I love this movie. I think it's hilarious, and I love watching it. I'm sorry. I will not apologize. I I was about to be like, I will not apologize, even though I just apologized, but I wasn't really apologizing. Anyway. I will not sincerely apologize. If you haven't seen the movie, this is not a a spoiler. Also, it's a 20-year-old movie. There's Santa's sleigh in it. It's very high-tech. Like It has all these, like, it has technology on it and stuff, and it has, like, an engine on the back and stuff. Um so, like, 20 years ago, um, this guy in New York, lives on Long Island, actually bought the sleigh from, like, the movie people. I don't know. For $12,000. <laughs> the, the movie people. Yeah, he paid $12,000 for it, said that in this article. Huh. Because okay. he just, like, wanted, thought it would be cool, like, the movie, like, thought it was a cool thing to just have. So he, and he used it as, like, a his own like Christmas decorations just like had it on his front lawn for a bit. And then he decided to donate it to the, um, to his local fire department. So they had it as like a fixture. <laughs> and then, um, this year they decided to do this whole like display in like downtown New York city. So they like drove it through the streets and they have it, um, in front of central park now and it's like decorated and you can like go see it and like take pictures with it and stuff. Huh. Um, yeah, because like I said, it's like the 20th anniversary of the film, so they were trying to like do some special thing. And apparently, 
New York City Mayor Eric Adams went to like the event where they were like showing off this sleigh because he's like a fan of the movie too and stuff. And <laughs> everyone's just like having fun with it. Um, so <laughs> yeah, and apparently that fire department like spruces it up every year. Like they've been maintaining it, like making sure it's like painted, like touching it up and making sure there's no like cracks in any of the like materials or anything. And wow, I thought that was fun. So it's being treated well. Yeah. Do they gather any other elf artifacts from around the city? <laughs> um, Not that I am aware of, at least not that this article mentioned, but they probably could. Like, they probably could make a whole, like, <laughs> thing of, like, elf-themed, like a mini museum or something <laughs> with elf-themed stuff. Like, they could have a sign that says world's, world's greatest coffee. That's a joke from the movie. <laughs> that you don't get, I think. That I don't, yeah, I'm just like sitting here. Okay, like, I, mean, uh, I don't care about spoilers. This movie's I, 20 years old. There's oh, a scene, this is yeah. one of my favorite scenes in the movie. By all means, spoil Elf. <laughs> okay, I will, I will. I'm going to talk about Elf. I'm going to talk about some of the scenes that I like and the reason why I like the movie. So, there's, <laughs> so when he first, the, the main character has been brought up in the North Pole by elves, okay? So he like doesn't understand like normal society, really. So... <laughs> There's a, but he, he's going to New York because he's trying to find like his biological father. So he, when he first goes to New York, he's just walking around. It's like Christmas time and he's just like walking around, like experiencing things in the city, but like doesn't really like, it's his first time being in like a normal city, American city. So there's all these things happen and there's this like montage. So one of the thing, one of the things is like, he walks by this coffee shop and it says like, there's a sign that says like world's best cup of coffee, like on the outside of the store. Mm-hmm. And he just walks into the shop and goes, yeah, yeah. And just starts clapping. And like all these people are just like, like staring at him. Like, who is this dude? And he's like, world's best cup of coffee. Congratulations, you guys. You did it. And he's just like, congratulations. <laughs> and they all just have like these straight faces. They're staring at him. That's just like one of the snippets in there. And then there's... There's another part where (laughs) this one really gets me because I found out later that like a lot of the stuff in this montage scene was like improv. It was like impromptu things like, yeah, like they just had Will Ferrell like in his elf costume, like walking around New York City and just like interacting with people and just doing like funny, silly things. And so they actually (laughs) there's some guy walking down the street. Like, in a crowd of people in, like, a red, like, he had, like, a very, like, Santa look. Like, he had, like, a red, like, velvet jumpsuit on or something. with And he had, like, a beard and stuff. Uh-huh. And he's, like, running behind him and he's, like, Santa! Santa! And then this guy just, like, turns around and is, like, what? And he keeps walking. And he's, like, oh, oh. Or something. Like, and that's just, like, one little snippet. It's just, like, all these snippets of these funny things, like, yeah. going around New York. It's just really, like, it's just really well done. Anyway. There would be somebody um, in New York just wandering around in a red velvet jumpsuit. But there too. would, right? Like that, <laughs> that's the thing about New York is there's just all sorts of different people and things happening everywhere. So it was like this perfect, like you know, he's just wandering around and experiencing the city and stuff. Um, anyway, it's very that movie is very like New York mm-hmm. themed, also. So I think that they could have like a mini museum of just like little things that are like city stuff, but also about that movie. I don't know. Makes sense. Anyway. I digress. But yes, if you are going to New York City this holiday season or you live there, you can go visit the sleigh from the movie if you're a fan. All right. My first story is Christmas tree news. 
This is from UPI, and the headline is, Texas woman finds a possum lounging in her Christmas tree. <laughs> That's not where that goes. <laughs> That's not where we keep the opossum. Inside her house? Yeah, inside her house. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> which makes you wonder, like, how long was it in there? Like, did, Yeah. Which is not something that they address in this article at all. Um <laughs> But anyway, this is a woman in Texas had an early holiday surprise when she found an opossum hiding in the branches of her Christmas tree. Uh, a video posted to TikTok shows the opossum hiding inside the tree inside the woman's home. She said in a follow-up video that she does not know how the animal got inside her home as no doors had been left open. So was it just in there the entire time? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... We don't I, know, I guess. I don't, I don't know how long an opossum will go with just, like, hanging out in a tree without doing anything. Um, but, yeah, she said she had heard noises after arriving home from work. She thought they were coming from one of her other animals that she had in the house that was intentionally in the house. Um, she eventually got up to investigate the sounds and saw a long rat-like tail sticking out of the tree, which is what opossum tails look like if you have never seen the tail of an opossum. Uh, and so she put on rubber, do- rubber gloves and attempted to pull the animal out of the tree, but it was clinging very tightly to the branch. Um, she said she was able to pull it free, but then it broke from her grasp and fled under a couch and then kept like running under different furniture items. So she was like just chasing it around her house for a while. And then she like eventually just tackled it <laughs> like a football player <laughs> and just like jumped on top of it and was able to catch it that way oh, Wow! and was able to take it outside. And she said it wasn't like mean or aggressive. It was just scared. Um, so it has a happy ending. The possum's fine. It is now outside where, where she wants it. <laughs> um, where she, she wants it. There's also a quote from her, which I thought was odd. She said, as an animal lover, I probably would have kept it if it didn't smell so horrid. I was like, I don't think you want to keep an opossum in your house, actually. That, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. That's an odd statement. <laughs> you would have kept it? Well, she apparently has like three dogs and a cat. So she has like a lot of animals. And okay, but that... But I don't think possum you, is a little different. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you want a possum in your house. I mean, they're basically just like large rodents. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what they are. So, like, like large, yeah, and they're large usually not rodents. Like they don't try to bite people or anything. Like they're scared of you and they run away. But oh yeah, still, yeah, like, they're 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 generally like not aggressive. So yeah, but yeah, I don't think you would want to have one in your home either. Yeah, I don't think so. And honestly, like. It pro- well, I don't know how long she had the tree in her house, but I'm going to say if it wasn't that long that she had the tree in her house, it could have just been there the whole time. Could have been. Maybe, like, was coming out at night and stuff. I mean, they're nocturnal animals. That's true. Possums. Yeah. So I totally believe that it might be like might have been coming out at night and trying to, like, find stuff to eat or something around the house and then going back to the tree and hiding for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Very well could have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is why I don't like real Christmas trees. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is probably one of the less likely things that's going to happen with a Christ- real Christmas tree, but, like, you never know. I don't care. I'm paranoid now. <laughs> you never know what what could what could ultimately be hiding in one of these like, things. So. I just feel like there's, like, bugs in them and stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Oh, they're like, so I messy. Just don't, and they're messy and just everything. I like my fake Christmas tree. Also, they're apparently a huge fire hazard, so. Also that, once yeah. they Once they dry out, they will... Go up in flames very easily. So, all the more reason. I like my fake pre-lit Christmas tree. Oh, the pre-lit is that's <laughs> key. 
<laughs> yes. And if we want the scent of pine, they make candles and little sprays for that. Yep. So it's yes, it's not exactly the real thing, but it's close enough and you don't have to worry about all the things we just said. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a Christmas if you want a real Christmas tree and you live in a place where you can, just plant one in your yard. That's what I that's my there recommendation. You go. Decorate that yeah. every year outside. It'll be fine. That's and a really good idea. Actually. If it's full, it could be full of possums. You won't care. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. And you can just decorate it still however you want, and it's just outside. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. See? Perfect solution. Problem solver. My next story is Nutcracker News. This is from atlasobscura.com. And the headline is, The family behind the first traditional nutcracker is still making them. Um, wow. So this is like a little bit less of a current events kind of a thing and more of like a fun holiday deep dive <laughs> into <laughs> nutcrackers. <laughs> but um, I learned a bunch of stuff reading this article that I didn't know. So um, apparently in the early 1870s, a man in Germany named Wilhelm Fuchner made the first nutcracker that laid the foundation for the global Christmas icon, nutcrackers that you like see everywhere. Today, his great-great-great-grandson, Marcus Fuchner, <laughs> lives in the same house. It's a one-story home-slash-workshop and still makes nutcrackers by hand every year. Wow. And that home has been used by the family for carpentry work since 1786. That's so, like, wild. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the same place, the same family. It's it's really cool. Um, so yeah, so the soldier style nutcracker design that everybody recognizes today, like basically began in that carpentry shop. Like they're the ones that did it. Uh, and I learned this from this article that nutcrackers depicting authority figures began appearing in the mid nineteenth century during the German Industrial Revolution as a way to make fun of the ruling class and upend the system by having them work for the lower class cracking nuts. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's amazing. That makes me want to go buy a nutcracker right now. <laughs> I, yeah, right? I'm like, I never knew that. But that's I'd that's never like heard that before. Awesome. That's so cool. So, yeah, so that's how it got started. Um, and then eventually, like, picked up steam, like, around the world. But... Um, this, the family workshop today, um, they produce about 500 nutcrackers every year and the volume is pretty small because each one is hand carved and assembled using wooden pegs and glue. Wow. Like, and they had pictures of like this guy with, he has like a lathe, like a wooden lathe that he uses to make all like the pieces and like put, you know, hand assembles it. And then, um, they dip the figurines five times in base color and then the final details are all painted by hand onto it as well. Wow. So it's like completely like handmade things. And I, I have a picture of what of one from the that the guy is holding up. But in kind of recent events, there's this really small nutcracker that he made. It's supposedly the smallest one he's ever made, and it's less than five inches tall. Um, and he made it for a friend a few years ago who was planning a trip around the world and wanted to carry something from Germany. But then, like, that came, became a thing, and people started just, like, bringing this little nutcracker around everywhere. <laughs> and then somehow the European Space Agency got involved in it, and they brought that nutcracker onto the International Space Station for two years. 
Okay. And then it only recently returned. So this little wow. nutcracker has been to space and just recently been been back. So so that's the Oh, it's so little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, they're still they're still doing it, they're still going strong. Um Marcus said he's just like Yeah, he wants to just keep carrying on the family tradition. And it's like Five generations now have been doing this, which is like amazing to me. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. I yeah, that's, that was cool. <laughs> that's impressive that to have something like that carry on for so long. I know. Like one or two generations, like okay, but like five. Wow. Yeah. I can't even it's imagine incredible. five generations. That's crazy. Five. <laughs> 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 My next story is Christmas space news. This is from CNN, and the headline is, Christmas tree cluster and a celestial snow globe sparkle in new starry NASA images. So these are some pictures that NASA took of uh, Christmas-like objects <laughs> in, uh, in outer space. Um, and I'll show you pictures. I'm already I'll... laughing because <laughs> I'm just imagining like it's like, never mind, I'll just let you show me the pictures. <laughs> Okay, I'll show you pictures. I'll let you be the judge of how much they look like the things that they think they're, they look okay. like. Okay. Um, so the first one, uh, well, actually, first of all, they're, so they found these two groupings of stars. One resembles a Christmas tree with lights, and the others, they say, looks like a snow globe. Um, the first one was taken by the Chandra X-ray Observatory, and the second one was taken by the Hubble Space Telescope. Um, so the first one is called NGC 2264. They're always so good at naming these things. Um, which is about 2,500 light years from Earth and is called the Christmas Tree Cluster, where a group of young stars surrounded by the uh, gaseous cloud of a nebula look like a cosmic evergreen decorated with twinkling lights. Um, so I'm going to send you a picture of that one. Okay. Um, this one I agree with them on. I think it looks actually quite okay. a bit like a Christmas tree. Um, oh, yeah, that's... It's got like I agree. It does it's look kind like of green. Tree. It's kind of triangular. It's got some like it's got. It looks like it's decorated with lights a little bit because mm -hmm. stars. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all sparkly and in the right shape. Yeah, though they did also. I think they said they rotated the image like 160 degrees, but also like in space. What does that mean? Everything is oh, yeah. relative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true though. It's like what's what? up? What is up? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Down what's in up space? In space? There isn't. Yeah, so yeah. Um, but that's, anyway, that's fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I just I thought that was a really specific <laughs> measurement to give to something that is completely arbitrary. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> the stars are between one million and five million years old and vary in size, um, and the uh, different wavelengths of light detected by uh, the observatory, as well as ground-based surveys, like are somehow included. And in, I guess that's why it's green. I didn't really understand that part. Hmm. Um, but the other thing that they found, uh, they said they had to search a little further for, this is like a billion stars within a dwarf galaxy called UGC 8091. Um, just a beautiful name, uh, <laughs> which is 7 million light years from Earth in the Virgo constellation, so quite a bit further away. And the galactic arrangement of the stars looks, uh, this is their, they think it looks like hopelessly tangled lights, um, that were hastily put away at the end of a holiday season. Um, and they said the disorder is the result of UGC 
9-1 being an irregular galaxy that lacks the structured appearance of a spiral or elliptical galaxy. So now I'm going to send you this one. Um, this one I don't agree with. I don't, I think this just looks like a bunch of stars. I don't know why they think it looks like a snow globe. It just looks like a big mess with two bright red spots in it that kind of look like creepy eyes, honestly. Yo, I was about to say that. I was going to say it looks like a, is there like a Pokemon? It's like <laughs> kind of like dark colored, like yes, a like it, Gengar or something like that, or a Ghastly. That's I would what say, this is reminding me of. I'd say what it reminds me most of is a Venonat, which is like a purple sphere bug <laughs> yeah, that has like weird. bright red eyes. So look up Venonat and tell me yeah. if I'm right. Yes, that yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Finally, my Pokemon knowledge like. paid off. Uh, that's what it looks like. That is exactly what it looks like. Yeah. So it's I don't Not know Christmas-y. why they're I think they are just calling it this because they wanted to fit it into the story because otherwise it would have been too short. Uh, it was just about the Christmas tree one, honestly. <laughs> They could have just done the story about the Christmas tree. They could have just with it because that one Did does have, look like a Christmas tree. It does. It totally does. They could have just Did done they have that to one. shoehorn this in it. Yeah, they're just like uh, second thing. Uh, I don't know. It's round. Uh, it's got some stars in it. Snow globe. Uh, sure. Snow globe. Snow globe. But also, we'll call it a tangled <laughs> string of lights. Like that isn't. No, it doesn't look like that. It's just. It's a, it's it's a, a relatively <laughs> evenly distributed like field of stars. It's if, a it, snow if it looked like something like with, tangled or something. With the like, headlights of a car coming through <laughs> a snowstorm. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. A giant galactic car. Um, so, yeah, they said. <laughs> it's clearly a venonette. That's clearly a venonette. <laughs> 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 yes. I, I'm glad you see it. Um, yep. So. They also point out that no two irregular galaxies look the same, and they appear in a range of sizes and shapes, none of which look like a snow globe. Um, that was me. Uh, and then the data they, <laughs> that was used to collect these images was collected from between 2006 and 2021. So these are both, I think, composite images from a okay. number of images that were collected. So, yeah, I just I mostly wanted to bring the Christmas tree one and also shame them for calling that a snow globe. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. And I'm just going to focus on the Christmas tree one now and say that's really pretty. It is. It's, it, I think it is. It's a really pretty shade of green. I don't know if that's how yeah. it would appear to the like, naked eye or if that's just because of the wavelengths of light that they captured. But yeah, I always wonder that. Like, Either way. Do they color pretty. these images to represent the wavelengths or do the wavelengths actually appear like those colors? Yeah. You know? That I'm not so sure about. Um, hopefully oh, yeah, they didn't just make it green because it kind of looked like a Christmas tree because <laughs> that would be disappointing. Hopefully not. But it is re- it's a really pretty picture. Yeah. I want to like print it out and like hang it up as an ornament or something. Oh, that would actually be really good. Like kind of cut out around the shape of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like it's that like idea. stars and it's like a little picture. Yeah, it's really it's beautiful. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. If you want to share a story with us about nebulas that vaguely look like something or anything else, you can send us an email at knickknacknews at gmail.com. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.